Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Although I guess I have off today. You have off? Are you yeah. off? Yeah. Happy Donald Trump Day to you too. Right for my president. Okay. Well, uh, this is also for the first time ever going to be a video podcast. You know, you told me that, and I was thinking that I should prepare myself this face, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I didn't do it. I, I just came back from the gym. Yeah, you turned the right side now. of your head, and I was like, "Why does the back of his hair look like that?" And I was like, "Oh, because he didn't do anything to it." I did nothing. I did nothing to <laughs> uh, prepare myself. Very sweaty right now. That's There's fine. sweat in places I, that mm, I cannot describe. Mm, mm, no, Is the no. entire thing going to be video? Um, maybe I don't know. We'll oh, see. God. Um, I just uh, people returned... get to yeah, we'll get to see my little Brucey Bruce thing back here. Sorry okay. for interrupting you. <laughs> Anyway, I'm back from Los Angeles, back from my travels, um, and I uh, had a good time. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I I have never been to Los Angeles. Tell mm. me about your trip. Okay. Well, one of the most amazing things is, and this is going to sound so stupid, like it sounds stupid even in my head, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, but one of the most amazing things is like, you know, it was like 12 degrees on Thursday morning when I left New Jersey. And then I got to LA and I was just like walking around in my friend Allie's neighborhood without a jacket on going to get an iced coffee. I was like, wow, what is, what is weather? <laughs> <laughs> that is something I think about when I go someplace warmer. I'm like, you know, why don't we just live like this all the time? <laughs> We well, can. There's... We have the ability to live like this all the time. But we got the quakes over there, so we don't no. want the earthquakes. I'm saying it, it doesn't have to be LA. We can live in a warmer climate and probably for cheaper. Definitely cheaper than New Jersey. But yeah, like, but then you got I'm the guns. Leaving. You got the guns. You got the uh, lack of reproductive health care. It's a lot, yeah. you know? I could take take it or leave it on both of those honestly well you also you're a man so like whatever oh, what does it matter thank to you? you for acknowledging that <laughs> anyway um it was great i did stay in downtown los angeles and um 10 out of 10 do not recommend staying in downtown los angeles it is not nice now how is it not nice is it too touristy oh no i would say it's the opposite of that it's like a I'd say uh, our friend Christina Ariel, she called it like Hooverville. Like it's like sad. Oh, so there's yeah. like, um, uh, what do they call them? Unhoused people? Um, the unhoused people is one thing, but then there's also like just like the boarded up businesses. And mm-hmm. it just like, like the hotel that I stayed at was really, really nice. Um, it was very close to the Palace Theater, which is where the Watch What Crappens event was. And so... That was really cool. Like it was easy to walk to and all that kind of stuff. But then yesterday we went to West Hollywood to hit up all of the Bravo joints, right? Yeah. All of the Lisa Vanderpump spaces. I was Mm -hmm. like, West Hollywood is so nice. I was like, why didn't I stay here? Because I think in my mind, I don't know why I thought it wasn't going to be as nice. But um, yeah. So, but uh, the weather was great. The food is fun and so good. 
Um, and uh, I met so many amazing people and I had so much fun at all of the events. I met, now you, I know, are not a Vanderpump Rules guy, <laughs> but you did watch uh, from the beginning. Yeah, sizable amount of the show. Sizable amount. And I got to meet none other, honor, none other than Sheena Shea herself. <gasps> no. Oh. Did you say, hey, Sheena, can we go talk for a second? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it, Sheena. <laughs> Sheena, what the hell, dude? No, um, I got to meet her and she was really, really sweet. And she was just like exactly who you think she's going to be. Like I, so, um, oh, by the way, can you hear that? No. Okay. The cleaning crew's here. So they're vacuuming. Um, she, oh, so, I mean, I mean, uh, sorry to interrupt <laughs> you, but you go to LA and all of a sudden you have a cleaning crew. <laughs> this is who you are now. You meet Sheena once. <laughs> and we got people coming over. Okay. All right. They've been coming over for like six years. Um, <laughs> so I was backstage at the Watcher Crappens annual crappy awards. And um, I got to go backstage because I just moseyed on up to Christina Ariel. Uh, because I'm, I guess I'm just that person. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll go with you. <laughs> <laughs> I just went back into spaces where I don't think I belong. But I was back there and it was really cool. And Ben and Ronnie were really, really sweet. And then Sheena walked in with her entourage and she did the most Sheena thing ever. She came with like a selfie stick and a vlogging camera. And then she just like went into the corner and she was recording a vlog. But one of her people was also holding a light up for good lighting. I was just like, this is amazing. This is exactly who I thought she was going to be. And then I went up to her and I said, Sheena, listen. Because it was like right before we were all had to go get to our seats. I was like, listen, I know we got to go, but I just want to tell you, I have been a Sheena defender since day one, right? Because I have. Because I'm like, yeah. she is a, a well-meaning, uh, sweet dodo bird. And and she held my hands and she said, thank you. We need more people like you. <laughs> <laughs> and she That's was adorable. so sincere i was just like what a what a sweet person so, uh. you know as you told as you were telling the story um i was like sheena has an entourage how many people does <laughs> sheena need in her entourage right I mean, she had, then, yeah yeah like you don't realize like how big these people are they're actually yeah. celebrities now right and like yeah. it's yes of course they're not as big as movie stars or whatever but like it makes sense that she has an entourage because all of her life is on social media, right? And you need to maintain that and all that stuff. Yeah. And Good let's for not forget the biggest scandal of the year was Scandaval and it it went beyond Bravo. And she was one of the key players in this because yeah. the night that Scandaval broke, uh, Ariana and Tom had this whole thing go down in Los Angeles at Tom Tom. And then Sheena was on Watch What Happens Live with Rachel on the show and then right in the back in the back uh backstage of watch what happens live in the green room is where sheena got the text messages from ariana saying what raquel had been doing with tom and then there was a whole altercation so like sheena's a key player in this and she's a big deal yeah she's a big deal i mean for my money i think it's sheena and malala as the two biggest social <laughs> social <laughs> activists in the world right now yes yeah of i'll course. say this about sheena yeah I've always found her very attractive. Oh, so gorgeous. attractive. Gorgeous. Looks like a little, like, I would say that Sheena looks like a little fairy princess. Like a little, like she's got like a Tinkerbell quality to her. And she's pint size. And uh, I don't know what her relationship status is now. I don't know how, which husband she's on or whatever. Mm -hmm. But exactly. I appreciated the fact that her husband, I don't know which one it was, but he was a little chubby. I like oh, that. Oh, no, no, no. We don't like that He's guy. a bad guy? No, no. He's not a great guy. No. Okay, sorry. Her current... I want you to Google it. Google Sheena Shea, husband, Brock. And I want you to look at this man. And I, and I want you to give me your reaction to Brock. Uh, I don't know. I forgot what his last name is. I just call him Brock. He's a former rugby... He's a former football player. Yeah, that looks exactly like a Brock. Yeah. Like, if you... If you type out the word Brock, that is the image that you get. <laughs> He's also Australian. 
And uh, yeah, so he's just like, exactly. Sheena's living her best life. She's got a little baby named them. Summer Moon. Mm-hmm. So cute. Um, so that was great. And the crappies were amazing. And uh, shout out to all the amazing people that I met. But Rahila, I had to tell you something. So mm-hmm. one of our listeners came up to us, um, which is really great. Our listener, Miriam and her husband. I'm sorry, Miriam. I don't remember your husband's name. Um, but I have a feeling he was just there. Uh, so um, Miriam came up to us and she's really sweet and she's emailed us a couple of times. And Miriam, Miriam also is not a person on social media, but she is on LinkedIn. Uh, like you and she came up to me and it was right at the end of the crappies and uh she gave me a big hug she was like i love you so much and i just wanted to tell you my husband and i are also huge 49ers fans so we love raheel and we love that he is a 49ers fan and we were actually at the super bowl and we loaded we were at the super bowl and we brought for you and raheel Rally towels from the fucking. Oh my god! <laughs> That's amazing, Miriam. Yes. Nameless husband, thank you so much. Yes. How cool is this? That's I amazing. I cry. I'm gonna. I'm like. I have goosebumps right now. I know. I'm so excited. Wait, I know. Are you gonna is- keep? Are you gonna keep the one for you too? You're not really afforded. Are you going to hang it up? You know, I'm going to redo the basement here. I know. So it's this perfect. is going to go up. It's going to get framed. Oh, it's going to get framed. No, I um, no, I have plans for this. I've got a oh. whole idea. Yeah. Okay. I've got a whole idea. Um, I'm going to frame one, and I think that I think I'm going to frame one, and I think the other one I'm going to turn into um, a pair of shorts for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Isn't that That's so amazing. nice? That's the nicest thing anybody has ever done for me. Literally. Something. It's probably because I'm thinking that Miriam, you know, the cheapest tickets at the Super Bowl were $5,000. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so you're like, Miriam, uh, how long have you been married? Yeah. Because. <laughs> and how serious are we about this relationship? We don't even know the guy's name. <laughs> he was so sweet. His name's probably Block. No. His name is Block. Oh. Block. Oh. Um, yeah. Shout out to Miriam's husband. And you know what? We're going to get them next year, Miriam and her husband. What? We're oh, I thought the 49ers. Oh, I thought I was like, what are we going to get them? Or are we going to kill them? What's going on? I was so yeah, what? What can we get Miriam and her husband as a thank you? What would they like? From know. New Jersey. Oh. We'll, we'll send them, uh, what do they call them? Uh, pizza fries, disco fries. <laughs> Disco fries. You want some cold disco fries? How yeah. about um vacuum sealed? <laughs> <laughs> Using one of those like vacuum sealed bags. Yeah. In like the kitchen. Um, I don't know. Like, what would anybody even give from New Jersey? <laughs> Mob ties? Well, I don't know. You know, no. So I can now. I don't like to um, advertise this stuff, but as a Sopranos fan, and only as a Sopranos fan, I have visited certain Sopranos locations. Maybe where Tony Soprano worked out of. There are there is some memorabilia. If Miriam and her husband are Sopranos fans, I can get them bada bing stuff. Oh yes. And you, you know, I will make the sacrifice to go to a gentleman's establishment. I know, I know. And I'll have to pretend like I'm that's not the only thing I'm there for. Of so I'm course, gonna have to that's it. mingle with, you know, the people there. Yeah, yeah. So that was amazing. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Miriam. Yeah. And then I started crying, she started crying, it was a whole thing. <laughs> And then I like I was out like we went to the bars afterwards, uh, like it was a bunch of people and uh, Ben and Ronnie and stuff. And uh, uh, Nia Renee Hill, who is uh, Bill Burr's wife, who I was hanging out with. <laughs> what was that like? <laughs> amazing. amazing. She's so nice. She's so nice. She's incredibly gorgeous and just like so sweet and like watches Housewives with a anthropological view. And so we were like having like a whole discussion about how Housewives is actually an insight into like managing female adult female friendships and different things when you have different priorities. Like, yeah, this is exactly what my podcast is about. Um, I, uh, I I don't know Nia's um, history with the Housewives or reality TV. I mm-hmm. will say I'm a big fan of hers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was in the news recently, like the last month, month and a half. Really? Because she, yeah, yeah, she was at a UFC event with Bill Burr, mm-hmm. and stupid, dumb, fucking Donald Trump came in 
right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So she was in the back and she gave him the double bird. Oh my God. It was she's amazing. amazing. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's, a, she's the greatest, right? So yeah. all of these fucking like baby ass conservatives got all turned up about it because they're like, oh, you can't do that. It's so disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Jack asses. Yeah. Triggered assholes. Yeah. yeah. Good for you, Nia. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't know that about her. Yeah. She's I wish the best. I knew. I know. Yeah. I would have, uh, I was like, I would have given her a double finger, but then she'd be like, why are you doing this? I'd be like, because I want to be like you and it would be a big mess. Anyway, um, I'm glad I didn't know that because I wouldn't have known how to handle the interaction. Um, you don't know him because you don't, you're not a, a Bravo podcast person, but are you familiar with Danny Pellegrino? Mm, no. Is he the water person? <laughs> <laughs> is he Danny Pellegrino of Pellegrino? heir of the Pellegrino (laughs) family um no he is a he's a very amazing pop culture and like bravo podcaster and uh he's amazing he's been on like the Drew Barrymore show he's a huge deal okay let me look him up some some of these people I just know by face his content is like exactly the dumb stuff that like your your brain and my brain store because we are like tied to the um pop culture um weird things from the 90s mm-hmm. yeah. and that's exactly what like danny's foundation is uh he loves to talk about rosie o'donnell and her koosh balls and i was like danny that's my entire life uh that's like a that's like a foundational moment of my life is coming home from school and watching the rosie o'donnell show every single day with you how great was the rosie show remember how good that show it was, was so it was just good. such a nice time like all these moms they're just happy everybody's just happy it was like a nice balance because we used to watch Oprah with our mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Rosie, I think Rosie started coming on before. And just, it was like a two hour power pack of just, just a great time. Yeah. Just and Rosie nice. made me laugh. Like she made me laugh so hard and she, oh, she never took herself too seriously. No. One time I remember she had a zit and I'll never forget that she had a zit and she said, my makeup person really tried to cover it up, but it's not working and I keep staring at it. So then she took a, mar- a Sharpie and she colored it in live i was just like so remember how much she, she loved tom cruise it was great the it was interview so good it yeah. was so good uh anyway so yeah i met danny that was really nice i met a whole bunch of other podcasters and it was really cool it was incredible uh a, a special shout out to shannon anthony uh who was the person who actually helped me and arthi set up this whole trip so um that was it was fantastic oh thanks shannon yeah I did go to Sir. What was that like? Um, I would I would describe Sir as a place that people should not go to during the daytime. Um, I would describe it as uh, like a rainforest cafe meets like a fortune teller's, like a small fortune teller's like outpost above an apartment building meets uh, like like a home goods meets like a maybe a yoga studio this sounds like the most unpleasant thing to see in sunlight that i can imagine just everything <laughs> is just you can see like the artifice and everything right okay and also like i don't it also like add on to that like a planet hollywood ex- experience because the tvs yeah. the tvs the, have yeah the show playing all the time <sighs> Right. Um, it's just become like a relic. Like, I think the last thing that anybody that goes to Sir um, is thinking about is the food and beverages, right? No. Or the service. Yeah, no. They're just there for the pictures. No. Um, they're there for the pictures. I didn't get to eat the food because I did have to leave uh, our group and had to go catch, catch my flight because I got, I get travel anxiety now. I, I can't, I can't just dilly dally before the flight. Um, I would rather stand at, stay at the airport for like an hour and a half. But, um, so I uh, I didn't get to order the food, but I've had the food before. Lisa Vanderpump's cuisine at the Vanderpump Gardens in Vegas. I had mm-hmm. it there. I've tried Vanderpump Rosé also in Vegas. Uh, not not great. Um, but the other thing I noticed about Sir is like it's kind of dirty. <laughs> like like everything has like a because it's all wood furniture. Mm-hmm. And so everything has sort of like a coating, like it, like it, it need everything needs like a good scrub down. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, that's like the vibe. But like, I think that you could overlook that in then at nighttime, but you cannot overlook that in the daytime. And also yeah, exactly. it's very small. 
So all of those like big sir parties we've seen like on the show where like everyone's crammed in front of like DJ James Kennedy while he's like <laughs> wiggy wiggying on his like little turntable that uh, the Watchman Crafts guy say is placed in front of a pizza oven. Like it is it's so small and there's a lot of plants. It was just I was very jarred, but especially the outside, like the sir sign is pink, but it's like a dull pink, like a pink that needs like a power wash, you know? You know, I am depressed just hearing about this. Yeah, it was it's a just, sexy, no. unique trash can. That's what no, it was. No, 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 no. <laughs> were you while you were there? Were you like, oh, my God, that's where this happened. That's where this happened. Like, did, were you looking at the locations and were you like, oh, my God, this is where Tom um, cheated on. This I mean, is where the one person vomited. This no, no. You know, if I had gotten access to the Surback Alley, I probably would feel that way. But I didn't get to go look at the Surback Alley. Yeah. Okay. So that was that. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a great time. Uh, I will definitely be going back to uh, Los Angeles in April with my family and my my husband. I'm looking forward to that um, because. Uh, and your cleaning crew. You're gonna bring your bring your cleaning crew with you, so to clean up after you and your messy ass kids. <laughs> Just take care of that. I don't know why you're so mad that I have a cleaning team come to my house every two weeks. It's called growing up, okay? Do it yourself. Okay. I mean, I could say the same thing to you, okay? That's true. Um, or just don't do it. All right, yeah, there you go. Um, anyway, um, you know, how are you doing post? Now it's been two weeks since, you know. Two weeks. It's been eight days. Has it been eight days since the Super Bowl yeah. ended? Okay. Yeah. Wow, feels a lot longer. Um, how you doing? I'm. Uh, I met, I'm by a... the way, a lot of Bay Area people, and I told them all about your love for the 49ers, and they were like, "Yes, we're also depressed." Very sad. Yeah, it's because of how close we were, and because of how good the team is. Um, when you said you know, how close we were, I thought you meant like you and the 49ers were like personally no, I, very close. Both. I mean, that, that both of them. My yeah. friend I met, uh, Danielle, she is uh, from the Bay Area and she is a former Mormon. And her ha- uh, grandfather. She, yes. She's a foreman? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, her grandfather was like a temple elder. And so oh. she uh, she said that he was like Steve Young's advisor type person, like his his like temple guide. Yeah. And yeah. so he had a relationship with Steve Young. And so she said when she was growing up, she had no choice but to be a 49ers fan because her grandfather would bring all this stuff that like Steve Young would like give him um, like merch and all this kind of stuff. So she's like, so as and, and she's like, and he was Mormon. So that was a really big deal. And she's like, very probably. Prob- very problematic but it's fine <laughs> she's like <laughs> but yeah she's uh so i was like yes my brother also big steve young fan she got any memorabilia she wants to get rid of or... <laughs> real you just got rally towels i'm just saying listen if it's if it's on the table and she know. wants to get rid of some of those problematic memories <laughs> i will i will gladly take the problematic stuff on my own head and i will deal with that it's gonna be really tough for me but I can do anyway. anyway anyway yeah you know it's been uh it's been a week and a half i'm i'm uh distracting myself with other sports the all-star game weekend was this past weekend i watched with your husband and your kids oh you because, did yeah because they came over we watched uh the nba dunk contest well your husband kept trying to get your kids into it he's like Hey, look, another dunk is coming up. They didn't care. They don't care. It's very sad. Aiden was just like, no, I'm I'm playing Geometry Dash. It's not bothering me. (laughs) That's Um, right. Yeah, but we watched that together. That was fun. Did you watch the three-point contest between Steph and Sabrina Ionesco? I did not do any any. sports. What are you talking about? What are you you asking me? It was a big deal because it was, uh, you know, they have a regular three-point contest. So Mm -hmm. they had that. Dave Lillard won. But uh, Steve, uh, Steve uh, Steph Curry mm-hmm. did a one-on-one challenge with Sabrina Ionesco, who is Ooh. the WNBA three-point champion. Sabrina Ionesco last year at the All-Star at the WNBA All-Star game, she set the record for most three-point, like for most points in a three-point contest, men's uh-huh. or women's. Yeah, right. So this year they had just a one-on-one, and um, there was like some controversy about it before because. Um, they were like initially they were thinking of having her shoot from the WNBA line, mm-hmm. which is you know a, a little bit shorter than the NBA line, 
Um, and then they're like, well, it's not fair, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I always wanted to shoot from the NBA line. Like, I didn't yeah. tell you to say it. I thought the controversy was going to be, they were going to be like, put her back in the kitchen. <laughs> um, so anyway, so she did it and she was amazing. Like, it was very close. So Steph ended up winning 29 to 26. But uh, the but the NBA three-point contest winner, which was Dame Lillard, also had 26. So she was pretty much just as good as the men. So oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. So wait, did she, so she and Steph Curry went one-on-one in seven. One-on-one. Oh, that okay. was very close. It was 29-26. But oh, it was really, like, when it first started off, she hit, like, six in a row, and we're like, oh, oh shit. God. I you think said, oh, in, that, shit? In, in that moment, because <laughs> I was, like, um, doing, like, you know, uh, live messaging with our basketball group, mm-hmm. I said, uh-oh. Oh! <laughs> Which I think tells me that I am still you know, you got a, a little bit of unlearning to do. Like, yeah. I got a little, yeah, I got a little misogyny in me. I was like, I'm rooting for Steph. And I even like Steph. Yeah. So. Oh, man. But it was really well, cool. Next year, right. next year, I think they're going to do it bigger. All right, great. Um, mm-hmm. You want to talk about traders? Of course. Oh, my God. So good. You wa- This is one episode you watched before me because I was in my travels. Mm-hmm. And, and we also had um, opposite viewing experiences. I didn't know that you watched this on TV. Okay. Hotel Perla in downtown LA, beautiful hotel. The food is so good there, right? Very, very nice, centrally located, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. But their television just had cable. They didn't have the ability for me to even like connect my phone or like- You couldn't stream? There was no Netflix. What? There was nothing. It was like, what? (laughs) Listen, I don't want to be one of those people that's like- I have a cleaning crew come to my house. Yeah. Oh, I need blah. But like, you don't have streaming on your television. Cable? <laughs> Live TV? What? The TV guy channel? Yeah, pretty much. I ended up watching My Lottery Dream Home on HGTV. <laughs> have you ever watched it? It's I've so watched it a couple of times. Yeah, it's, it is ridiculous. The, the host of it is ridiculous. He is like a, he, he has a Tom Sandoval energy to him, but he's a, I think a good human. He mm. is always dressed in a way that is very different than the people who are buying their lottery dream home because the people that are buying their lottery dream home are regular people mm-hmm. who have won the lottery. And yeah. he was the one episode I watched. He was wearing a pink, a pink fur coat and like 17 pink bobble necklaces and uh, cargo pants with pink Crocs. I was like, I'm trying to imagine that in my head, and I can't. I, I don't. I don't know if I want to see this person. <laughs> well, if you go over to my Twitter, you're going to be able to see it because uh, okay. I tweeted a picture. Anyway, so I watched Traders on my phone, and I was like, I don't like this. Now I have up until this episode, mm-hmm. I have always watched Traders on my phone, mm-hmm. right? Um, because I, while I do have the ability to stream mm-hmm. um, things. I just don't. It's just easier for me to watch stuff in bed. So, now, as uh, uh, you may recall, I bought a TV to watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then the TV ended up not working, mm-hmm. um, which was the first night, which is, you know what, Miriam and her husband, I apologize, because I think that was me. That was me. <laughs> That's the reason why we didn't convert on that third and fourth. Um, anyways, uh, so they exchanged the TV on Thursday. So I had a brand new TV and I was just setting it up. And uh, I, like, so the TV allows me to download apps and sign into it or whatever. And I knew that I needed, I needed Peacock because yeah. uh, Oppenheimer was debuting on Friday, which I watched, mm-hmm. by the way. We can okay. probably not talk about that, but it was amazing. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I was like, oh, I know I, I want to get Peacock. Was so it I downloaded a bomb? It. <laughs> How do I leave this meeting? Uh, so... <laughs> So I was like, I need, I need to download the cock. <laughs> I needs me the cock. I needs me the cock, right? So I downloaded the cock, and then on Thursday night, I was um, starting. I was going to start my Traders Watch, and I was like, wait, I got the cock on the TV, right? <laughs> and let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I have not been watching this. On TV. Yes. The show is like a feast for your eyes. Yes. Like the outfits. And the colors, the yeah. landscape, right? Yeah. But I think the thing that pop, like the racism, really pops too. Ah! <laughs> yes. 
Just see I, that in 75 inch uh, crystal clear HD. You're like, oh, that's racism. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, I love the show so much. Um, by the way, speaking of the cock, do you know that Paramount and Peacock are making a joint service? I am very excited about this. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> your um, your husband sent me something about that. Okay. Is this an air? You have an idea. Oh, anyways. All right. Never mind. I had an air pop up. Oh, uh, yes, I'm very excited. And then uh, speaking about that, I have some sort of free trial. Mm-hmm. So for the last four days, I've been watching um, TC movies to fall asleep. TC movies? Yeah. I watched Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> then I watched Three Mission Impossibles. <laughs> oh, my God. The other day, because the kids watch. Did Aiden, I'm sure you know this. So the kids, Fahad was watching uh, the last one, Dead Reckoning, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, he was watching it. Uh, this is right before I left for LA. He was watching it. And the kids like kind of got into it. Because when it's on, they're like you know it watching in and out so noah really got into it and uh then aiden loves the music from it and then he mm-hmm. listened to the limp biscuit version of the mission yeah. impossible song he and learned then he, it. he learned it me. on the guitar which was so cool so that was one thing but then like a couple of it's like a day or two later i was like driving noah to school then driving the kids to school and noah goes mama did you know that there's a movie where ethan where Ethan is in Dubai and he needs to climb the tallest building, the Burj Khalifa. I was like, <laughs> Ethan? Yeah. His first name basis. So yeah, so you got yourself a little TC head now too. Oh, we are, we're all going to go watch Dead Reckoning Part 2 together when it comes out in 20. Yeah, because he was pissed that he mm-hmm. went to go see, Fahad went to go see it with you and he didn't yeah. invite you. And I was like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, um... But yes, back to traders. I do think that it is so gorgeous. It's so nicely shot. But also I think that the like do you okay, I know that I'm an idiot for thinking that most of these are not set pieces, but can you see how maybe I would think that it wasn't a set piece? No, it's more <laughs> obvious than ever. <laughs> Especially like the traders group, whatever you call that. The The turret. The turret, yeah. You're like, come on, man. It's like cables hanging from the back. <laughs> no, there's like a boom mic floating in the shot. Um, anyway, um, this episode of Traders, we opened with finding out that Burgalicious is no longer with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you I think that was a that. smart move? I thought that was a, a smart move because it I was, was thinking this. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how when Dan was banished, Bergie said, if Phaedra is a traitor, she would keep me alive a lot longer because she because I trust her. And so why would she kill me? And so I was like, aha, Phaedra killed Bergie because of what he said, which is so smart. Like Phaedra is so fucking smart. The best. Yeah. The best. Yeah. Um, and then it's just like, you know, we obviously pointed out the sexual tension between Peter and Parvati before mm-hmm. but it really came out this episode yeah, this one they were ready in that one it was like a scene from the bachelor yeah which is like just just go for it yeah um i'll say this with bergy leaving mm-hmm. uh and you know throughout this episode my who i'm rooting for has completely changed mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. bergy was kind of the heart and soul of that group right? yeah yeah and even though peter takes the lead he's like the lead guy or whatever Peter without Bergy is not somebody that I'd love to root for. No. I really, really changed. First of all, did you, while you were watching, did you notice the necklace? Did it annoy you? I did notice the necklace. It, it is it annoying. Annoyed You're me right. more. It's yeah. so annoying. Yeah. yeah. Um, Because um, all now Peter has left with is fucking Kevin. Ugh. Also, Kevin, I know you got upset at me last time for saying this, but he is so totally the guy from The Good Place. Uh, he is now, he is, especially I Jason, know. He is a sweet moron. Yeah, he still to this day keeps calling her poverty. Like, yeah. No matter what, like so that's, yeah. that's not her name. Now I do want to say that we did mention that there's a sexual tension between uh, Parvati and uh, Peter, but I did find out from listeners that uh, Parvati is a queer woman, and she is. is she? Yeah, she came out a, a a few months ago, and she's in is a. She? relationship with a beautiful uh queer woman 
Well, that's beautiful. I know she was married to a to a dude, I thought, and she has a kid, right? I think yeah. that was part of her thing. She recently got divorced. So yeah. Hey, yeah. good for you, Parvati. I think she may be sexually fluid. Oh, um for you, you know who had yeah, you know who had a great thing to say about Parvati? Of course. Mm-hmm. Kate. Kate yeah. is such a fucking genius. She goes, <laughs> you remember when she was talking about that yoga voice? Yeah. And she's it's like so the, smart. It's the point of that voice is to make you forget that you're in hell. And yeah. that is exactly who Parvati is. Yeah. Fucking Kate. Oh. She's so great. She's so good. Oh, she's the best. Um, this mission that they had in the woods, it's essentially an escape room. Now, Raheel, you mm-hmm. went to an yes. escape room on Friday. Um, was creepy Dr. Will from Big Brother there? By the way. No, he was not there. By the way. Yeah. No, we're not talk- supposed to talk about people's faces, especially now that apparently there's going to be a video pod. Also, because my face is frozen, but yeah. Yeah. But like, what is going on with that guy's face? <laughs> <laughs> it's like caked up? What is going on? Because I, I, again, we're not Big Brother people. No. I've heard of Dr. Will. No, He's I supposed to be it. some sort of heartthrob or something. But that was, yeah, I think it was 20 years ago when he first came out or whatever. But he looked like, um, who's a guy? Who's a guy from that? Uh, who's the actor? Um, who's in Justified? Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, yeah. He looked like, you know, great value Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> Acme Timothy Acme. Oliphant. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. I thought initially it was Timothy Oliphant. And then yeah. I was like, no. Who is this man? Also, he looks like an embalmed Timothy Oliphant. Yes, that's the thing. (laughs) And what is that? That's just plastic surgery and like years and years of chemical peels, right? That's what happens. Yeah, like why does his skin look like that? Why does it look (laughs) like it's it's terrifying? Oh yeah. Also, because he wasn't really talking much, he was just like moving his head. It was. (laughs) It felt like a doll. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Doctor Will. I mean, it did fit because it. It was a creepy ass uh, mission. Extremely, extremely, yes. Yeah. Uh, scary. By the way, well, you and I, no, haggis, 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 get me the fuck out of there. <laughs> no, I'm no. not a bugs girl. You're not going to get me to stay in a place with bugs. Not because I'm scared of bugs. Like, I'm not scared of bugs. I just like, don't, I don't like dirty stuff. I don't like that stuff. I think for me, because like I'm okay getting dirty, I'm okay being in the woods. I did that Spartan race once, okay, which well, is all yeah. basically. I'm, oh, I'm just saying, yeah. I have a mental. Miriam, are you hours. listening? <laughs> Leave block, um, Mr. Uh, Miriam. I'm so sorry, Mr. Mir- I bet you are the sweetest person. He's so sweet. Yes. All right. Sorry. Never again. um anyways i'm okay getting dirty i'm okay Mm -hmm. with the woods i'm okay with mud i don't fuck with anything sentient you know what i mean Mm -hmm. bugs ants whatever they have feelings i I feel bad about crushing them they're just gross i don't want anything like no 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 and then the the little like the hairless rats and stuff yeah no why no why no no no. um of course trishelle is like i won Fear factor, and I was like, "Have you been on every single reality TV show? Like, is this what you do?" Well, yes, <laughs> <laughs> that is what she does. By the way, uh, Trish, are we going to talk about Trishel's racism later, or are we going to talk? Yeah, about I it? think we should talk about it later because I want to focus on this escape room. Now, I do you think that I would forget that? Uh, yes, we would be haggis, haggis, haggis about the bugs and the creepy crawlies. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I'm not interested in any of that. I think Kate is so smart where she was like, "I'm not standing here because I see the trap door and they're going to drop bugs on me, and I'm good." And another yeah. thing, Kate does she just found like a jacket or a cardigan? She's like, "I'm going to wrap myself around." Yeah. <laughs> She's so smart. But um, did you, how was your escape room experience? I've never done an escape room. It, so it, this is the first time I've been, done an escape room. It was, um, the theme of it was something uh, with like Salem witches or whatever. Oh. Yeah. So it was actually scary. Now what we didn't, we didn't complete it in time. You were trapped. We were trapped. Um, but we were close. But we were also close because they gave us a lot of hints. You know, an escape room, at least the one that I went to, is I think what got me is that it's actually dumber than you think it is. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things, like, I was trying to, like, make all of these connections. or something. There's, like, biblical verses 
uh-huh. on something. And then we had a note that had like a poem with like that mentioned like three different women. Mm-hmm. And they kept saying whore. <laughs> like whore and whatever. And one of the one of the rooms had like this biblical verse about Mary Magdalene. And I was like, oh, that's gotta be connected because mm-hmm. of the whore. No, it was like completely different. It's because there were three dolls and we were just supposed to match the three dolls. So I overthought it. I want to do it again because it would be interesting. Do you think but, I would um, do well in an escape room? I think so, but I think you'd also take lead. I think <laughs> I know. I, I don't know how open you would be to suggestions. <laughs> even and you then, saying this right now, you're like, ooh. I don't know if I should be even. I'm scared right now mentioning it. Yeah, <laughs> I think, um, and then people would just stop be like contributing. They'd be like, oh, you know what? If we die, at least it's not my fault. <laughs> And then they would totally blame me, like happily, because they'd be like, yeah. "She's so fucking annoying. We lost because of her." Oh, I'm not a team player, honestly. And then they hug you. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think you and I, just just the two of us, I think we could do well. Well, because, because you would let me take the lead, and then I would just get us out. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think I know how to like get suggestions in under the wire. <laughs> When you don't notice. And then you think it's your idea. You know who would do really poorly in an escape room? Who? My husband. Overwhelmed? Overwhelmed and then checked out. And annoyed. And like, I would be annoyed at him. And I'd just be like, forget this. We're done. We're done here. And then that would be it. It would not, he would not do well. Now, the weird thing is that because he's good at puzzles. Mm -hmm. um, But he, uh, like, because he does, he's, he's like a legend of Zelda head. He's been playing Zelda since he was like a a wee baby. And so he loves Zelda. He loves all like the puzzles and all this stuff that's like involved in, in all of that. So I feel like he would be good at it in theory, but also with real puzzles. I did a real puzzle over winter break and I obviously had a strategy. I, you take all the pieces at like the same colors and everything. And he said to me, I can't believe that you had a whole strategy. I was very impressed by you. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I would have just like grabbed the piece and seen where it fit. I was like, what? It would take forever. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know. Um, I do want to do an escape room. Um, we should go. Me, yeah. you, Miriam. <laughs> Block. <laughs> Sheena. Sheena. <laughs> Uh, Danielle, if she brings the merch from her grandfather, that's Steve true. Steve, Steve Young, <laughs> Danny Pellegrino, the heir of the Pellegrino. Exactly. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh. So this escape room thing it ends uh with, hilariously with CT. Oh God! So they're supposed to be getting these gold coins all over. Mm-hmm. And then whatever. And CT's the last guy to go out. And he's supposed to get a gold coin. And he's like, oh, I didn't get it. And he's like, oh, there's a snake. There's a snake in my pants. And then he whips out the gold coin from his pants. And I was like, oh, CT. So Very charming. To right? you. So, you know, all the CT talk that we've been doing. And to be fair, I love CT on this show also. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm, probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite people. I was like, you know what? Maybe I gave old CT too tough a time. So this past week, I've been going back and watching challenges, like challenge clips. Mm-hmm. CT was a terrible person. He was a dick. Just the worst. So that's the thing with CT is like, CT, the reason why everybody loves him is because he was a dog shit human being. And then he like really has turned yeah. the page on his life. Yeah. Now, you remember the relationship with him in DM, right? Yeah, it's very sad. It's so sad. And like we, you mm-hmm. know, even though they weren't together, he he was on her at her deathbed when she passed away. He was it's like he's a, he's a, he, yeah, he's he's a sweet Neanderthal. That's what he is. That's why we love him. And you know, I don't know if it's like revisionist history or whatever, but when I'm watching these clips and he's being an absolute animal and just being a dick to everybody. Yeah. I'm like I see the hurt. <laughs> I see the hurt. I, let me take care of you, CT. <laughs> Oh my God, you are every woman ever who sees a toxic guy. Yeah. I could fix him. I feel like I could fix ET. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, again, um, I like the fact that Alan, this episode finally was like, hey, so you guys got to win some money because um, 
you haven't really been winning a lot and we're just barely at a hundred thousand dollars so yeah. <laughs> let's get on it let's get on it um and then they're back at the house at the castle and everybody's doing their little whisper 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 blah 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 all this stuff and um parvati has a little chat with john yeah and she's pulling out the waterworks Ooh. it was good but it was real good yeah now i think i i imagine you know myself being in john's spot in that situation and we'll get to i don't want to be a, do a spoiler because it's going to come up during the round table part right mm-hmm. but i was just thinking if parvati pulled out with me mm-hmm. i'd believe her oh 100 you know, percent yeah. So, like, I think the most dangerous thing in the world, like the most dangerous uh, predator, mm-hmm. is probably a manipulative woman to me. Because I'm very, I'm looking to be manipulated, right? Okay. Yeah. But like a white woman who is lying and crying to you—that's an apex predator. Like that is something <laughs> I cannot. No, that is an apex predator. That's an absolutely apex predator. right. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, like, uh, you remember the Americans? Yes. So, like, I used to think, like, if Elizabeth, mm-hmm. uh, what's her name, Carrie Russell, mm-hmm. like, you know, in all those scenes when she, like, seduces somebody at, like, the bar, mm-hmm. and then they show them, like, next, the next scene is them always, like, doing it in the hotel room or whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't even make it to the hotel room. I'd be like, I know I'm being manipulated. Here's my security key. Go for it. <laughs> my social security. This won't come up. My uh, imaginary friend's name was Bashash. It's not going to come up, but just in case you need it. <laughs> That's who I am. I'm very like, you know, our, I could get red phone number, Our yeah, exactly. phone number was 4414244. It's fine. Here we go. <laughs> may or may not need it. I just don't want, I don't want you to, you know, not have it in case you need it. <laughs> Dust it on you. No. <laughs> yes. But here's the thing. There's two kinds of apex predator. There's two kinds of white ladies who cry. You got Barbity who's like really doing, really laying it on thick because she's got that Amazing. soft, soft yoga voice. Right. Yep. And then you have somebody like fucking Trishel, who Phaedra later on, on calls yeah. frantic because that's, that's the best way to describe her. She's fucking frantic. And it's so funny because this episode, I she said it, but I somebody had brought it up on Twitter, is that Trishel is a poker player. So they're like, that's another reason why she's really good at the good at this game, because she reads people's faces well. And I was like, are we gonna again pretend like she didn't? get uh peppermint now <laughs> with like the most absurd facial readings ever yep. i i don't know if i'm gonna if i'm using this phrase correctly because i'm an old person but as the kids say trishelle is giving uh she is giving department store clerk that follows around like african-american teenagers she's just like i know i see it i see it <laughs> with yeah. a stupid notebook and i was like you know what trisha let's look in that notebook i'm yeah. sure there's a couple of categories in there that maybe phaedra and peppermint fall into and maybe even sheree i don't know maybe what i don't do know think? what do you I don't think know. sandra maybe i don't know <laughs> she's on the cusp because she could be passing but i mean whatever i know uh i know that notebook i was like and then she was like i'm gonna burn my bo- notebook i was like yeah you probably shouldn't <laughs> exactly <laughs> Um, yeah, so they get to the banishment, and um, this is when uh, Trishel has already been telling people that she thinks it's Phaedra. Now, what's funny here is, yes, Trishel is a problematic person, right? But I think the funniest thing about being a viewer of the show and rooting for the traitors is that we're like, Trishel is a racist for thinking that it's Phaedra, but she's also not wrong. She's also right. Listen, <laughs> one out of ten times racism is going to work out for you, all right? It's just the way it goes. Sometimes it's just right. <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, how dare this Karen walk around, blah, 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 all this stuff, but then I'm like, but she's wrong. Like, she's also she's right on, totally. like... And- 100 percent right and the things that she's saying about phaedra are also true like yes oh true i think she's so smart about the dan thing now i did think it was funny that she was like oh phaedra has no reaction when people are murdered and she's too serene and that is when phaedra says well i'm not frantic like you and trishel just goes yeah well (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah um 
but you know now it's uh it's Phaedra versus uh Parvati who they're basically going to uh vote for. And um what did you think about Peter now switching over to the Phaedra? Extremely annoyed. Mm-hmm. Extremely annoyed and this is where now like I think what I realized was I was team faithful. Mm-hmm. Definitely until fucking Dan was around. Yeah. Now we got rid of Dan. And then I was thinking, well, Parvati also kind of annoys me a little bit, mm-hmm. but I respect the fuck out of her. Yeah. That that lady's a great player. And then I just love Phaedra. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Peter's about face. I'm just annoyed. I just I want him out. Um and and you know, I think even like he's he's obviously faithful to everybody, right? But I think like this move should get him voted out. Like and also it for even the faithful, it's because they have to split. The hundred and two thousand dollars, right? <laughs> There's so many people. Exactly. So, like, if I'm a faithful, do I really want to be sharing that money with Peter? If I yeah. have to, nah. Yeah. Also, yeah. like Trishel, do I want to share that money with Trishel? You know, no. that money is gonna go to like Donald Trump's legal defense fund. <laughs> like, there's no reason. She's gonna be like, let me buy those shoes, those gold yeah. shoes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So uh, Kevin rolls into the banishment table with uh, just the tightest um, shirt in the world. Nipples really exposed. Kevin is very good looking, by the way. He's very handsome. Yes. A beautiful moron. (laughs) (laughs) The dumbest, most gorgeous dummy. Um, So at the banishment table, um, we are wondering what John's going to do because John did get chatted up by poverty. And... Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, this man really has a way with words. You go in that moment, you go, ah, this is why John's here. This is not only this is why John's here, but this is why he was speaker of the house or whatever. (laughs) The man can speak. Also completely solved right through poverty's bullshit. Again, and something I would not have picked up, but there's a reason why he's like a professional politician and I would get like red sparrowed, like those Russian (laughs) ladies or whatever. This is exactly, I was like, God, that scene was amazing. I know. He he just does it. He says, poverty could be dot, 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 dot. A duchess of deception and a (gasps) mistress of murder. What (laughs) the? Sir. (laughs) Those are the kind. Can you use that kind of, when I die, can you use that kind of alliteration to describe me? As you're being, as the casket is being lowered down. It's like a curmudgeonly cunt. (laughs) <laughs> i try to get the imam to actually include that in 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 the actual prayer the prayer yeah <laughs> rough stuff um yeah i i love him it was so good i was i was really just tickled by mm-hmm. it yeah. and then I mean, um you know uh parvati is banished uh what i think is really funny is when Ever there's a banishment happening, they always like pan the camera on everybody who's like writing, um, and it always goes to Sheree. And Sheree always looks like, hmm, like she's really <laughs> thinking so hard. I'm like, Mama. Sheree was amazing in the cabin too. Who is she screamed best. out? Oh, that's mm-hmm. so good. Now CT does give a vote to Parvati, and the before he says it, he does it. He goes. I'm not going to vote out somebody who lit my candle. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Oh, he's like lit my torch. Lit lit my torch. So hot. Um, Anyway, and then uh, it's just Phaedra by herself. Mm -hmm. And she gets the option to uh, recruit a person. And whoever she recruits, they're either going to be recruited or they're going to die. She picks Kate Chastain. And no better choice in the world. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Because you know if it was Parvati, she would have probably been like, all right, Peter. I'm going to ask Peter. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be them too. So it's going to be those two. And mm-hmm. then if, if you were them, who would you start to vote out? I have, I have a strategy. Oh, I don't. Actually, I don't know. So, you know, you want to look at the at the big structure at that at, at, at like that core group or whatever. So it's Peter or Trishel, right? Mm-hmm. I think if I am uh, if I'm Phaedra, mm-hmm. maybe I get rid of Trishel. But then Trishel's made a lot of noise. 
she has made a lot of noise about it being Phaedra. So maybe you just get rid of Peter and then there's no leadership anymore. You know what you know? I would do? Because now they've sewed a little bit because Phaedra was like, hey, let's not forget that you guys were in the armory and you guys were going to be talking, you and Parvati. And Peter yeah. was like, oh, I was just joking. Okay. And then so she's already kind of dropped that little worm into yeah. people's minds. What I would do is I would actually start picking off my own people. If I was Kate and Phaedra, I'd be like, let's get rid of MJ. Let's get rid of Sandra. Now, I you love know. Sandra because she knows simple math. But. Yeah. but Bowling. I know. Billiards balls. Billiards. <laughs> simple Lines math. Lines them up. <laughs> There's more of them. There's less of them than there are of us. There are more red balls here than there are white balls. <laughs> Ipso facto, bingo, bingo. <laughs> So I would just start picking off my own people. I would be like, okay, because then they're going to be like, oh, they wouldn't have, you know, killed exactly. so-and-so and all that stuff. So, you know, I, because, thought... because here's the thing at the end of the day, if Phaedra and Kate make it to the end, they get all the money. So if they're going to take mm -hmm. money from anyone, they yeah. want to take money from Peter and Trishel. Like they want to shit in their face, not yeah. their friends, you know? My only thing is like, can you survive the round table? Like mm -hmm. Phaedra right now is the next person up at the round table. Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. There's no reason why they wouldn't vote for her. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I'd be worried about. Also, you know, just hearing you say it, just the thought of losing MJ just makes me really sad. I know. <laughs> Another incredible outfit this week. The <laughs> little pink dress. It was so, I was like, God damn it. I love you so much. Also, like, she's the first person to haggis out of there. Yeah. But before she says it, she's like, you know, I am an amazing woman, but I will not stand for this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, same. Of course. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, love her. Um, yeah. So that would be, yeah, I know. you. Maybe not MJ. Maybe they get rid of, but I think if they got rid of Sandra, because mm -hmm. Sandra's so smart. Yeah. I think if they got rid of Sandra, then that would really, that would be like, oh, wow, maybe it is Peter. Because yeah. Peter and Sandra are obviously not, they're, they're not, not the same team. They're not on the same team. So yeah. it's <sighs> a, now it's the faithful and the leftovers, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. The faithfuls, but the faithful, most faithful, the faithful versus the leftovers. And the leftovers, we have CT, Sheree. Uh -huh. Yeah. And uh Sandra MJ. That's it, right? On that side. And uh, then the other side. CT yeah. Sheree, Sandra and MJ. And then you have fucking Peter, John, Kevin, and Trisha. Yeah. Ugh. What I would I would much rather watch Kevin and Trishel and John and all of them fight with each other than Exactly. Than the rest I, of them, you know? I th I think I would have started off as one of the, like the faithful of the faithful, right? Because I think mm. I, I I think I do well in those types of environments. Yeah, with lots of white people, I can just talk to them about sports for a little bit. <laughs> uh, but secretly, the leftovers is the more fun group. That is a group that you want to hang out with. Well, also because you are the kind of person that if you saw the way Peter keeps like shooing people out of the room, exactly. you would be like, I don't want to be a part of. This I get annoyed. Thing. I get annoyed with it. Also, no Bergie, fuck off. No, I, you know. Unfortunately, yeah. me, I thrive in those situations where somebody's like, no, you <laughs> like if I was part of Peter's crew and Peter was shushing people out of the room and be like, that's right, Peter. <laughs> it's not true at all. You'd be annoyed with him right away. I know. I would hate it unless I was the person doing the shooing. I would shoo. I would oh, you shoo. would shoo. Oh, oh boy, yeah. You would, would be hated. <laughs> you would be hated. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh. Anyway. That's it for traders. Any other thoughts? Are you excited? I, I are you? Do you think? Uh, obviously, Kate's gonna accept it, right? Kate oh, of course. Get together. Oh, oh of course. That'd of be course, awesome. they're gonna just start so, picking people off. It's gonna be great. Exactly. And now I'm rooting for the traders. One hundred percent. Yeah. Exactly. Time to close. I wish that they can bring the rest of the leftovers into their group somehow, but I don't think they can. No, they can't. That's the point of the show. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, you guys all want to be traders with us? Like, I wonder if you could rig the game and just be like, there's only like $50,000 here, guys. Like, we could just split it. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's fine. 
Ugh, anyway, um, everybody is telling me that I should watch uh, Traders Australia and Traders UK. So apparently Traders UK is going to be on Peacock after this Traders finishes. The cock. <laughs> the cock is going to bring that one over. Arthi was like the funniest thing about like UK Traders is also set in the same castle because it's Scotland. <laughs> Australia you, Traders is just like in a regular like business building. Like it's not even... <laughs> Didn't even try. <laughs> Didn't even try. This is a business park. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. What a show. I love it. Well, Arheel, are you excited for your face to be revealed to the internet? I'm very, very not excited about this. <laughs> well. Can you p- put a smiley face on me? Yeah, I'm going to put a smiley face on you the whole time. What if I edit yeah, all of the content with like uh, just like emojis of you like saying stuff? And like when you say, when you talk about CT, it'll just be like an eggplant for the giant boner you have for him. <laughs> makes sense yeah yeah um well guys thanks for listening i'll be back uh this week with a bunch of people to talk about uh bravo stuff this uh bravo's bravoing there you go that's exciting yuck you really sold it yeah i know